Blessings, and welcome to Arms Upheld, Support in Life's Hard Battles. I'm Lynn Pierce, and I'm here to hold up your arms with encouragement, something to think on, and a prayer to focus on the one who holds all things together, while you continue to fight the battles in your life. In the midst of battle, life can feel overwhelming, challenging, or beyond. I don't know what God has called you to do, what battlefield you are walking through, but at times you may find yourself feeling this way. I want you to know that even though your battle likely looks different than mine, I'm here to support you. I want to stand with you until the breakthrough happens and you can see the victory materialize. My hope is that these few minutes we spend together will help you lighten your load, feel seen, connected, and loved, and fix your eyes on Jesus. Let's begin with God's Word. You will show me the way of life, granting me the joy of your presence and the pleasures of living with you forever. Psalm 1611. Today, this verse is a bit of a destination. This is where we're heading, but we're going to be meandering a bit first. If God is fighting our battles, victory is the only option, as we have mentioned here before. If we don't see victory now, we can trust that it's coming. What about good things? Are they ahead too? Just beyond our vision? People recently have mentioned to me that good things are coming. I've lived in survival mode so long that my goal has been okay. Good seems a foreign concept to me and beyond my grasp. God has been showing me that I have some thinking errors when it comes to goodness. What I want is for things to settle down. I want life to be easier. Not necessarily a life of ease. I'm willing to work and serve. But a time when there is less struggle. I would define good as a season where everything doesn't feel so hard. But what if my definition itself is wrong? What if good isn't the absence of what I consider bad? If God's priority is developing me spiritually, refining me and sanctifying me, the things that create in me a character more reflective of Jesus would be good to him, even if they are hard and seem bad to me. I feel like I need to say that again. Maybe it's just for me. If God's priority is developing me spiritually, refining me and sanctifying me, the things that create in me a character more reflective of Jesus would be good to him even if they are hard and seem bad to me. So if I am growing ever closer to God and more Christ-like, then a life of ease isn't likely in my future. Does that mean goodness is also out of reach? Psalm 23 beautifully depicts how the Lord is our shepherd. As I follow my shepherd, Verse 6 says that goodness will follow me. 
The New Living Translation says, Pursue me. Last year, one of our pastors at church preached on this and used a visual I will never forget. He had a man be Jesus, the shepherd, who he followed. Then he had two more guys be goodness and mercy, and they followed him. So the pastor followed Jesus, and goodness and mercy followed behind. As they sped up, the pastor stayed close to Jesus on the move. The two guys chased in hot pursuit across the stage. Can you picture it? Maybe you had to be there. Nothing is going to shake them loose. Goodness pursues us with unshakable determination. So if goodness is always there, hot on my heels, why do I not experience it? Perhaps we need to finish reading verse 6 of the 23rd Psalm. And I will dwell or live in the house of the Lord forever. What if the key is learning to live or where to dwell with the Lord. When we are in the presence of God, we experience his goodness. We also experience his mercy, his love, his peace, and so much more. For today, let's focus on goodness. So when we live in pursuit of God, not what he can do for us, not ease and comfort, not even our mission and serving, but God himself. That is how we experience goodness. Psalm 46.10 instructs us to be still and know that I am God. When we are still with God, goodness will have caught us. He's with us. Goodness can be seen and felt. Deep inside, it feels right and whole and holy. That is God. That is goodness. What if we lived this way? What if we lived pursuing God? What if in the midst of the storm, the chaos, the battle, we chose to be still in our spirits and know God? Would we be granted joy in his presence? Would we find pleasure in living with and for him? Could this be the way of life? We're coming full circle, guys. What if the Lord promised to fight for us? What would we have to do? Exodus 14, 14 is where we find this promise that we cling to around here. The NIV version reads, The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. Our instructions, we need only be still. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for your word, your insights, 
and your instructions. Thank you for your promises that we can build our lives on. Thank you for fighting our battles. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your goodness. Continue to teach us how to live in pursuit of you. Continue to guide us to follow your lead, but also to be still. Make a way for us to know you more. Spark a passion for you in our hearts today that will never be quenched. Just as you came to live with us, Emmanuel, let our desire to be to live with you each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for spending a few minutes with me. Your time is precious, and I appreciate it. If you enjoyed this podcast and it has helped you in any way, please tell a friend so it may bless them as well. You are also welcome to find me on Instagram at hlynnpierce. I'd love to connect with you more there. If you have any prayer requests or comments, feel free to send me a direct message. As always, your battle may look different than mine, but let's stand together. I'll keep your arms upheld until victory is real in your life. Remember, God is for you, and so am I.